I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's. I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club. Opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with Recapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Hello, sunshine. This is Donica, your emotional hope coach, the founder of the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration, and your radio host on today. So glad to be with you for another week of recapture. Before we get started, I will tell you that there's a introduction that's played and it is talks about as you walk through your recovery journey and that we are here for healing knowledge and information and so that is our pleasure to share with you each week don't forget you're listening on the radio but subscribe to the podcast www.kkht.com go to programs find the word podcast and look for the picture of me in essence and subscribe so that you can listen at any time how are you miss monica good morning donica i am blessed and excited this morning to be here i'm excited that you're here as well today is Saturday, if you're listening with us on the radio, got two great events. Yes. I will be speaking at the Covered Scars Don't Heal event. Um, You're probably listening in car. Drive on over to 1901 Ferguson Way and, and see me live in person. I'll be sharing my own personal testimony. I thank you so much. Pastor Nicole Harrington for allowing me to be a part of this event and also to Pastor Edwin Gibson for uh, making the connection, giving my name and my information to Pastor Harrington for someone that could be a part of the event. I think this is my third time speaking, so I'm so excited on the radio sharing the message of recovery and then being able to share my own personal testimony uh, in the community. I'm excited about that. How about you, Monica? I'm excited for you. I'm excited for the ministry of Pastor Harrington. I'm excited for the people who will be there at this event. And so we are encouraging you to come on out and support the work of these wonderful people who are seeking to share a word with you. So I'm really happy about it. I, I no God is going to show up for those of us there. Amen. And also, we we are busy ladies. Always have a lot of things to do. 
We're going to meet up with our sisters and celebrate our older sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Margaret. Happy birthday, Margaret. Yes, we've been celebrating birthday all month long. Okay, it's our birthday month. I will say, Monica, yes, yes. You've been celebrating your birthday all month long, for real, for real. I really have. For real, for real. When you say, I I went to your birthday party. Yes. (laughs) Monica got me a fabulous purse and had all the nice things in it. And, um, you know, when you said the purse represents wealth and not having an empty uh, bag. Yes. And all those things. Abundance. Abundance. Yes, I receive it. So uh, you had a mini vacation, went to Galveston for a couple of days and. I've been seeing your social media posts, so yes, you're still I'm still celebrating. celebrating. I have been pondering on my heart, what am I going to do on the last day of the month? What big thing am I going to do on the last day of the month? Now, we are saying the celebration continues, but I really want to give a celebrated shout-out to Margaret. I know we, we mentioned her, but... Happy birthday, big sister. Not only uh, is she our big sister, um, but... At times in our space, she was our mom. She was our coach, our mentor. Even at a very young age, she does not quite realize how much she sold into us and how grateful we are. So shout out to Margaret. If you know my sister in social media, if you know her in real life, make sure you call, text, or write on her uh, timeline, happy birthday. So just wanted to give a real shout out to her as the celebration continues. Yes, and I do want to say one other thing before we talk about, um, you know, what we're going to share today is last week you did a segment on fasting. Yes. And I thought you did an awesome job. Thank God. I would say a lot of rich information for my palate. Maybe someone else would have one or two other points that they would have added if they're scholars and stuff like that. But I was so proud of the information that you shared. That's another reason in the listening audience that you should um, subscribe to our podcast and go and listen to that um, yeah, we talked. Uh, we talked about fasting. Uh, a normal fast is a uh, fasting with drinking water only. An absolute fast is uh, no water, no food, and and that generally is only held about three days. We talked about juice fasting, which your questions led into that, and I was going to talk about that anyway. Juice fasting is fruit and vegetable juices only. We talked about uh, fasting. Um, as a group of people with a common prayer goal, and that and that's is called corporate fasting. Corporate fasting, absolutely. Yeah, yes. I learned it. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I kind of knew it, but yeah, y- yes, reaffirmed, reaffirmed it. That's right. So we talked about various forms of fasting. We also talked about some things where you are fasting not for a spiritual purpose. We looked at two different leaders, uh, Derek Prince and the uh, late Dr. Miles Monroe, and their definitions of fasting. Uh, Dr. Moreau said is making a conscious choice to refrain from uh, eating and getting the vital benefits of fasting. That word was so good to me, that word vital. Um, And so we talked about a couple of things in fasting. I do know at some date in the future that God is going to bring us back to the topic of fasting for a more deeper dive a more deeper dive. Okay, so thank you for dive letting and, me do that. Yes, and also I will say we're here in Radio Land, but you're just talking that information um, without notes. And so 
that means that those things was like really imparted to your heart, mm-hmm. not just something you was reading notes from, mm-hmm. and it had you know a, a, an impact on you. So thank you. Uh, I'm gonna say for one more thing about that. fasting before you go on into your to our, to our topic for today. There is a vital movement of fasting today in terms of health and wellness, and. And there's intermittent fasting, and that's going to help your body for health and wellness. It can help for weight loss. It can help for other things. Uh, I mentioned this anecdotally that you can fast to go and have a surgery, and there's health reasons why they do that. But when we're talking about fasting for kingdom building, when we're talking about fasting for breaking through um, things in your life, when we're talking about fasting for spiritual growth, uh, that's when you're seeking God in prayer and you are fasting, refraining from eating for a specific spiritual purpose. You can work all day and go, dang, it's 4 o'clock, I didn't eat. That happens to me all the time. I get into my email work, get into my projects and reporting, and before I know it, it's 3.30 and I had not eaten one thing. I did not fast. I just didn't eat. So just make sure that you're concentrating on fasting in terms of seeking God spiritually. And praying, like you said. Yes. Yes. So, yes, thank you so much for that. It was really powerful. And um, thank you again for sharing that information. What I wanted to talk to, uh, every what we were talking about for for this week is that there's, uh, a, like, several firestorms going on, on at least my social media page and people. I, I do want to caution us, even myself, uh, You know, I'm going to say in the news. I don't know that it was in the news. You know what I mean? But it's been in social media news. It has. Yes. And social media. Social media news. Uh, One prominent gospel, uh, Grammy Dove winning gospel artist was recorded uh, and was in a private conversation with someone and was recorded using profanity. Mm -hmm. And then there was another person who is a self-proclaimed relationship guru Mm -hmm. has millions of followers uh, in social media. Millions? Um, I didn't know that. Yes, Mm -hmm. millions of followers. And also, I I don't know if it's two million or one point something million, but more than a million followers. Wow. So more than a million followers on social media. And his role was just telling women, hey, you're being duped or played by, by this guy and, don't listen and had a lot of female followers, uh, an attractive man, people would say uh, they, they, you know, he would wear no shirts and sweatpants and they say, what do I have to do with um, giving relationship advice? And so he had a very specific audience, a very specific niche talking about relationship, um, but it was kind of noticed. I don't follow him, so I'm not sure, but that the person was talking about relationship was like, well, your wife, you know, that's what someone said. He's talking about relationship, but where's his wife? And it was exposed that that person had been in several relationships outside of his marriage. So Mm. the information that relationship expert or relationship guru had in the past spoken, I'm not going to say negatively, but had heavy conversations or heavy words about other people that hadn't been in those situations. So now... Uh, his circumstances had been exposed because a woman spoke out and came forward and said, you know, that she had a relationship with him. And we're going to be talking about uh, re- Rescue 911. 
So what do we rescue nine one one? What do we do in the church, and what is our role in the church? Mm -hmm. Because something that came out of the situation with this gentleman, I don't know what his Christ walk was before, but now he has developed a relationship with Jesus Christ. I don't know that he was a Christian before, but now he is a Christian. Mm -hmm. I did know that. And thinking about the whole conversation of this young man, it's a lot of social media back and forth about his role as a using air quote experts in relationship. But what we found was more dialogue about his uh, failure than celebrating him coming to Christ. Mm -hmm. And coming to Christ does not make you, uh, it means that you have accepted the Lord in your heart as your personal savior and you confess and believe in him. And so what I found was more people on the dialogue of his failure, more people. Now, one thing about it, he is a social media known person. And some of the people making the dialogue, which is important, and we didn't talk about this before, some of those people are not believers. Mm -hmm. And so their commentary is not going to be the same as ours. But what about those of us who are believers Mm -hmm. and know that this is our fellow believer in Christ? Mm -hmm. Are we encouraging him? You're talking about it on Facebook. It may not get to him, but are you encouraging him uh, to grow in his walk with Christ, encouraging his wife who's been impacted by this? And uh, exactly what is our role? I would say another thing about we're going to talk about our role is that I'm I, I, I'm going to talk about it on my social media. I'm in, I will do a Facebook Live about it because more people talked about the she was on Facebook with a bonnet on. I'm like, are you kidding the lady could have brokenness and hurt seeping through her pores, and you're worrying about if she had on makeup and a bonnet. And so, uh, the first well, maybe that's just those generational people. No, the, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't a young person. It was a person who was older. And I've heard oh, okay. it several times. They, they, people have been really making a real comment about that. It could speak more to her place of needing someone to support her and. And being in her place, then her trying to be on social media, be a social media diva. Uh, the scripture that I wanted to read is Galatians 6 and 1. If any man is overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual resources just one in a spirit of meekness, uh, considering yourself, lest ye be tempted. And so I just looked at the word. It said meekness. And so the secular definition of meekness is mild, deficient, encouraged, submissive, and weak. But in the Bible, uh, meekness is, um, in the the Old Testament, there's a word that's called, I'm going to spell it because I don't want to mispronounce it, A-N-O-W. It is what someone is um, carrying a heavy burden, what the person is willing to endure, rather than succumbing to it. It's it's a heavy burden that the person is willingly choosing to have to carry the and it's not I thought the part that said succumbing to it was important. Mm-hmm. That you're carrying like Jesus carried the burden of the people. Right. Because willingly, hello, willingly mm-hmm. and not succumbing to it. So willingly carrying willingly carrying the burden. Willingly carrying willingly carrying yes, willingly, willingly carrying right. the car. That's what a burden is. Yes. And not in terms of um, what we see, like the secular definition is, and that's how we kind of see Christians sometimes is um, deficient or, or courage and submissive. We know 
meekness is talking about something else. In the Greek, it's a lack of self-pride and a lack of self-concern. So meekness meekness is a lack of self-pride and a lack of self-concern. Yes, so that you can have meekness that you're going to go and help and restore. I think as we talk about the topic of restoring, most of us or some of you may not have heard of this social media story. And so why bring this up in the context today? I think it really has to do with how we are treating the ones that we're in relationship, how we see ourselves. Uh, Are you restoring those in your life uh, in the spirit of meekness? I will tell you, I had an own personal story when I was an undergrad. I was just going through something and um, I had a girlfriend and we're very close. She was not an elder to me. We were peers. We yes. were friends. Mm-hmm. We were good girlfriends, but we're both sisters in Christ. And um, I was just, you know, not living the way I should have been living. And uh, she encouraged me and prayed for me. And I can't recall if she had already relocated to a different place or if we were still in the same town. And one day I checked my mailbox and I got a greeting card from my friend whom I talked to every day, even if she was in town or she had already relocated. We talked every day. We hung out. We're friends. I got a greeting card from my friend encouraging me to make some better choices about my life. And she said, I'm praying for you. Amen. That moved me and that changed me. I really think that was a very significant part of me making better choices. Uh, and that's what you should do to your brothers and sisters in Christ. We weren't grown old women. We weren't elders in the church. We were just friends who are sisters in Christ. Amen. That's what it says. That is the epitome of Galatians 6 and 1 to restore someone in the spirit of meekness because your friend came to you. It was a pivotal and a changing moment for you. It was. To make some different and better decisions. Mm-hmm. In James 5 and 16, therefore confess your sins one to another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And so for James, that scripture that's jumping out is saying a lot of things. So, yes, it says confess your sins. Oh, what? That means that someone has sinned. And sin means to miss the mark. And so we're not perfect people. And so when we have sin, it says confess your sins one another so that you can be healed. Healed. What do you mean healed? Healed physically. Some people literally say physically. And I've heard stories where people say they had a physical abnormality. And when they forgave someone or they made amends, that abnormality was healed. But others say it is a spiritual healing, a healing from hurt and discouragement. So there is one where we are reaching out to someone Mm -hmm. and there is one where we're reaching out to others. We're we're reaching out to others so that we can get that spiritual healing um, that we need. And another scripture I wanted to read is Matthew uh, chapter 18, um, chapter uh, 18 verses 15 through 17. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their sin just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you will have won them over. But if they're not willing to listen, take one or two others along with you so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, 
treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. And so I think in, in some instances when that is how we're, people deal with things in terms of having a disagreement, okay, well, I'm going to come to you. The person was in a broken place. Someone came to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in a broken place, so I came for you for restoration and healing. And then what about those times when you have to go to that person to make it right? And then right. you say, hey, I'm trying to come to you, and I want to get this situation right. And then the person is not receiving it. Then you go get tell some one or the two people so it can be established by, by two or three witnesses. And so what verse was that again? Matthew eighteen fifteen through uh, 17. And what it is really, it represents an order of that reconciliation. It represents that there are biblical steps to make yourself right with someone. And in the context of this conversation around this gentleman and then the other case that you mentioned earlier, the gospel artist, um, who came to him or who did he go to in a private moment? When you are a public person like that, uh, your whole life is just lived in front of so many people. And I'm sure he probably did had private friends and private leaders that he could go to and have a relationship with and be restored to despite what was happening in social media. Amen. I believe that's true. And that's that's what happens when we have growth and maturity, that we have someone that we can go and confess to and also know that the information will not be shared with others and we have that person's confidence. Um, the next scripture is Matthew Five twenty three and 24. Therefore, if you're offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to them and then come and offer your gift. The question I always say, oh, what? I don't, they have ought against me. Ought means any, that something has, the person has something against you. And it's like, Okay, I'm going to them. That was strange. Mm-hmm. But then there was a preceding scripture that we just read that said, um, we're going to the person when we've not done right. And then right. there are times that we're going to come to the person to try to make things right. But the important part is it says, take your, go to that person and then offer your gift. It didn't say you can't offer your gift. Right. It didn't say that that gospel music artist don't have a gift to share. Right. It said, make it right and, and then, then offer, offer your gift. gift. Yes. And so the scripture, this particular scripture is really talking about um, don't be so religious that you, okay, I'm going to make my sacrifice, but you're not in right relationship with people. Right. So, yes, go and make your gift. Um, you're at the altar. Go and make the relationship right, but then you can still serve. And that's in my own personal life. I was having something. And I was, like, um, experiencing something just really the last couple of weeks in my life as we get ready to close. And I was like, oh, I'm going to tell Pastor Harrington I can't come. And so when I read this verse, I started crying because it didn't say I can't serve. It says I had to make it right. And so I'm so thankful to God that we're able to uh, have a relationship with him and still and still serve. And so I want to make two uh, uh, points. Another thing that we can do, we talk about, we're talking about um, Rescue 911, but we also have to consider our own repentance, which is to turn away from, change your mind, 
change your actions. Uh, repent from not living in a spiritual way. Repent for not having a spiritual mindset. Repent for not being a Christ-like example to other wow. people. So returning away from those things, like uh, I've learned that it said, repent is a military term to go the other way. And so once we've gotten ourselves right in all these areas, we can do what we're doing here today. And what we do to, through the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration is that we share our story. Revelations 12 and 11, we overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And that means, just like the Apostle Paul went from, from Saul to Paul, these people, when they're restored, can have an awesome testimony to share. And so... We're so excited about that and the work of God in our lives. And so we're going to end with the tip for the journey, which is one of my favorite scriptures. And it is, I am Donica. I'm Monica. Number six and 24. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. We're so excited that you're with us on today and we see you until the next time. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at the PSDiamondCelebration.com. Until next time.